From Brazil, today's guest on my Best Life podcast is not only an MMA and Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu champion, but he's also trained and is still training champions today. Here to share his story and life lessons with us is George Brito. Welcome to my Best Life podcast with Flavia Abadia. We are a new inspirational and motivational podcast featuring people with positive mindsets achieving tremendous things with tips, advice, and life lessons to help you live your best life. Today's episode is brought to you by Crossrope, the highest quality jump rope system on the planet. Get in the best shape of your life today by going to crossrope.com slash mybestlife and using the discount code mybestlife at checkout for 10% off your order. Hello and welcome to My Best Life podcast. I'm Flavia Abadia and today's special guest is George Brito. He's an MMA fighter, head instructor at Toronto BJJ and a jiu-jitsu black belt. Welcome. <laughs> Thank you very much. I'm pumped to be here. Yeah. Super excited. I love the opportunity to talk to you and all all the audience. So yeah. it's gonna be fun. Thank you. And okay, let's. You're from Brazil. Yes. Um, how did you get into Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu? Okay. So let me see. How can I start that? So uh, at uh, in Brazil, like Jiu-Jitsu was always kind of like a, a popular martial art. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I was always through soccer. It's like I lost my father. I was eight. Oh wow! And uh, I was always a very uh, well. I still like a very like active guy, mm-hmm. you know, super hyper. And then my mom like need to find something to keep me quiet or to oh, tire okay. me out. So and especially when my father was away, so she didn't have much time to be around. So she uh, put me, me and my brother in soccer. So my brother mm-hmm. didn't like it very much, but my brother much more quiet guy than me. Okay. And uh, and I started to go through soccer. Soccer is the Brazilian national sport. Everybody loves it, mm-hmm. but like it's super hard. And then at some point of uh, of like when I was about twelve years, like the the, the team that I, that I was there, like a, not playing professionally or not even close, but mm-hmm. there was part of that team. Uh, they they sold their their fields to a shopping mall in, oh. the, in this neighborhood that was very close to my place. And then they moved okay. to a, like a to kind of the burbs, very far away. Okay. And then I even tried to go, but it would be a, a horrible because I would have to quit school, which is like is the 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 the, the way you if you wanted to take that really serious. And I, I okay. didn't really have it in my heart. And the same time that that happened, my friends in the street that we play soccer every day, mm-hmm. like a six or five or then they start to do jujitsu, and okay. I went one small academy, and then. One day, I just came to check it out. They, at that point, they were already training, and the professor, a, mm-hmm. uh, a, a master called Flavio Figueiredo, he already passed. He said, hey, come here. You, all your friends are trying. You should try. Mm-hmm. And then I really liked the approach because before, I had tried like other martial arts, such as mm-hmm. karate and uh, taekwondo. I don't know how to pronounce that in yeah. English. I'm sorry, guys, about my <laughs> accent, okay? No, it's okay. Try my best. We like the Brazilian accent. So then... And the other martial arts require a lot of motor skills. Mm-hmm. And then I play soccer, but I didn't have motor skills. I'm like the kind of say, hey, raise your left arm. And I would have raised the right, you know. Okay. I'm all wrong and I'm like okay. not very coordinated. Mm-hmm. And jiu-jitsu, I felt that I didn't need that, you mm-hmm. know, because it was just like go there and start like to, to fight. And I like to fight. Mm-hmm. I was always like a... 
a kid that, you know, because I was so insecure mm-hmm. that I had like a fight as something to to make myself like, uh, you know, to feel good about myself and yeah. to prove that I was something. But I, And a lot of times I would pick fights of, like because I was so scared. And Jiu-Jitsu gave me that confidence of like, you know what, I can fight better. Mm-hmm. And then I start to fight right away, like a, by learning how to fight, and I just got hooked up. And that. So how old were you? I was about thirteen. Oh, okay, okay. When I when I started like to say like taking serious, I was coming one time, checking it out, mm-hmm. and then but like my friends were there, and then I'm like starting to go to hang out with them, and where the guys, the boys were in Jiu-Jitsu. I'm like, ah oh, man. This, they're gonna quit. They're gonna quit. They're gonna. Mm-hmm. It, that was in the back of my mind. They're gonna do it for a while, but they were doing it. And I'm like, okay. And then I enroll. And remember that my my aunt she paid my first membership. And then I didn't have money to pay, by the way. Mm-hmm. And then like, but this professor, he was like, he likes. I don't know for what reason. Maybe it's destiny or something. Like mm-hmm. he likes me somehow, and mm-hmm. he he really like encouraged me to keep because I told him like I, I can't just do the next month. I don't have money. Yeah, and he's like, "Oh, but it's okay. You you help help us out here, you know." And he wants to fill up the room too. And there's another teacher coming to stay on his and on 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 his function because mm-hmm. he would like start to be a cab driver at the time. And that's when like I start to train and just take it seriously, you know, mm-hmm. train a lot. In three months, I start to compete, and then I got hooked up. Wow. Yeah. And did your friends continue also? Most of them, they, they stopped. No? Like, oh. I would say that from those uh, first ones, mm-hmm. like, they all, like, not trained today, which is oh. really sad. Every time I go back home, I, like, I see them, I'm like, hey, man, you should, like, give it another shot. But it's mm-hmm. life changed directions, right? So, and I can yeah. tell that Jiu-Jitsu really changed the direction of my life, you know? Okay. I truly believe God put Jiu-Jitsu in my way because it... The, the life was uh, very tough for me when my, my father passed. Like, my mom, uh, you know, was like a single mother, unemployed, with two kids. Brazil is not a place known as a good economy. Yeah. And that she couldn't find jobs, and she got in a relationship that was uh, not very good for her, mm. and uh, not very good for us, too, you, you know. Uh, a person that didn't brought much to the table, you know. It was yeah. actually very abusive you know especially with psychology talking about not mm-hmm. sometimes not physically but like the way that he act with her and then my mom ended up like a get falling on that to to be too emotional attached on this man mm-hmm. and uh, our life went from bad from my father pass mm-hmm. to like really bad so there was times that we had no food that we we, we really starved like my mom thought about suicide I remember oh one point that she wanted like to turn on the gas on the stove and close us out she's like oh what do you get and oh she do you understand like the level that she got yeah that she came to like two like kids to tell like how about we just meet up daddy on the heaven like something <gasps> like that all all of you oh my god and then i got paranoid and then i started yeah. to like to sleep and in, in between the, the the balcony that we had like to make sure the windows are open oh, it was pretty wow. rough times but it's crazy like how that for me today when i look back I, i'm very thankful for that yeah because it made me the person i am today you know mm-hmm. and uh you know is she okay now oh like- she's great yeah. It's like no, my mom was the best mom. Yeah, I, I love her so much. She she raised me the man I am today. Mm-hmm. She 
she passed to me all the principles and I, and I understand and because of that I have to learn a lot about things that in the early age I had to go through you mm -hmm. know and uh, she had her uh, actions that I would say she was a little bit responsible you know mm -hmm. a lot of times but that was good for me Mm -hmm. was good because it showed me a, a, a very early in, in my life like a lot of things that that prepare me mm -hmm. for for other things that I would have seen in life and maybe even avoid it you know yeah I truly believe that everything in your life it's meant to be mm -hmm. you know you just need to learn how to change the perspective and I think that's the big lesson I get from those tough times mm -hmm. I had to every time trying to find a way to be happy because I couldn't rely on anything. I was like, school for me was hard. I was never a good student, you know, okay. not bad. I, I was just like enough to like to make it mm -hmm. in everything. And school in Brazil is not good. So I, it would be points that I have to like switch schools because my mom couldn't pay it. And she would try her very best. Oh, yeah, because in South America in general, you have to pay. To have like a basic education. Oh, yeah. I'm not even talking about like here, like. You, you get your school, your kids in a private school is like you're rich. In Brazil, yeah. like you got your kid in a private school, you kind of like a, a depend on a private school. You mm -hmm. know, it's like I I went to private schools because the the the, the, the schools from the the, the government are yeah, like, it's like really first, bad. Yeah, it's like some some of them that no classes. And the area I used to live like in a neighborhood called Tijuca, mm -hmm. surrounded by like uh, some of the favelas. The schools there are really bad. So then uh, mm -hmm. and then. The assistant teachers, which I don't believe in that anymore, because mm -hmm. like uh, I'm a living proof of like I, I didn't make like, education my biggest thing to like to sit in life. Yeah. It makes me think that we we supposed to like get that diploma and things like that. Mm -hmm. it, I, I won't lie to you, it helped me a lot, mm -hmm. but uh, it was not what necessarily made me succeed in, yeah. in the things that I like to do. Yeah, but you get a better chance. I think like uh, whatever educational system the country, whatever country is, I mm -hmm. have it, it will be giving you like some tools to like understand things, like such a learn how to write, learn, learn how to like to make yeah. it, like uh, math and things like that. It help you to become like you know to develop your your your, your system of thinking, mm -hmm. you know. And that was that. So she made all those sacrifices to get us in school and to um, at least we have a chance to finish. Mm -hmm. And uh, and. And that was good, you know, but it was rough. It was really rough, but I'm very thankful in, in that way. So then my mom is fine now, you know, mm -hmm. through the times like she was able to get out of that relationship, which was not too bad. Uh, if you see, like there was moments that, you know, it were good for us to have somebody there, you know, because like uh, I, we didn't have like, a father. And then mm -hmm. sometimes it looks like a father figure, but like right after he would screw everything and we're like, oh. mm, I just want this guy away from my life, you know. Yeah. But I learned how to like uh, find ways to be happy without necessarily have the things I wanted, you know. Mm -hmm. so just like That's a really good lesson. Oh, it was good. Yeah, to be happy. And when when did you start teaching jujitsu? Okay. Then I started like uh, to to be there around jujitsu, mm -hmm. in this academy that was like a small academy. Mm -hmm. And this teacher, uh, his name is uh, Fernando, and he Nutri Baby. He he changed. Uh, he moved to another city. Okay. And that's when I found myself. Okay, where I'm gonna do? So because he came from a lineage, that the the main school was in Copacabana, another neighborhood. And mm -hmm. again. Money will come in a place. I I have no money to to go to get a, a bus fare. 
It's, okay. I'm not talking about like, oh, you didn't have money. No, I didn't have money to get a bus fare to go to that place. And I have to find something on my neighborhood because I could like bike or walk. Mm-hmm. And then I have like this friend of mine that was from this Gracie Academy. Mm-hmm. And then his name is Fabio. And then uh, we already had some sort of relationship. And then we talk and then he took me to the Gracie Academy. And then that's when my life started to change because then it was a completely different world. It was a big academy, mm-hmm. a lot of people training, a lot mm-hmm. of champions, the Gracie family. And I got so close. My other teacher was from the Carson Grace Academy, which is another lineage of grace, which is as legit as that one. But the mm-hmm. thing was the distance would take me. I would mm-hmm. not be able to make it. And, I, and at that point, I didn't want to quit jiu-jitsu at all. I was mm-hmm. like, I was really like, okay, this is my life. That's what I'm yeah. going to do. It. I love it that so much. And then soon when I got there was when I really make the decision because then it's like, you're finishing school. I'm about 16. And then that time my mom was working in the laundry Mm -hmm. and uh and then i like i could like get geese from everybody and then if i pay the soap i could like wash it in the off hours and bring it back to the academy and make some little cash but in brazil like people don't usually wash their geese and laundries so geese for people who don't follow jujitsu it's like the uniform yeah Yeah, sorry guys no that's okay she she used to train jujitsu yeah 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 gotta get her back in the train yeah but anyways what we got i got this and that was a little support i have from the laundry and i remember that this professor that today he lives in texas and Mm -hmm. he's very successful he and her daughter is like number one today in jiu-jitsu she's gonna and she's gonna fight an fc like in some of this oh sick yeah her name is Mackenzie Dern and his name is Welton Megaton okay and he saw me on all that hustle because mm-hmm. they, were, they all came like a lot of uh, people from North America came from the first world championships in Brazil okay and then I couldn't even make that world camp training but I was there hustling, trying like, to get some like geese and offering the guys. And because the North American guys like are really in through like uh, wash their geese in the way that the standards here, you know, mm-hmm. so they understand that even more. So I started to, like to make some some money there. And I remember the currency back in the day was like three for one. So like I was making tons of money. Oh, I was from so, the North American wow, guys. Wow, yeah. yeah, you know, like they pay me in dollar, and I'm mm-hmm. like, wow, that's a lot of money. And then some of them are so nice with me and gave me power bars and i was like wow and we see all the gringos coming and they have like the nice shoes and mm-hmm. t-shirt I'm like wow that's that must be so and we saw our friends like our professors the the the, the higher level guys that was already living in the states and mm-hmm. you know like wow this is so cool living in america living in the states mm-hmm. and then megaton sat beside me and already thank him so much many times for that. Every time I see him, I, I make sure I say, man, thank you so much mm-hmm. for that advice. He look at me like, hey, kid, you really like to work. You hustle hard. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, do you like jiu-jitsu? I'm like, I love jiu-jitsu. I love it so much. It's like, so do one thing. Learn how to teach. Okay. Learn how to speak English and find a way to get out of this country. Okay. <laughs> because the future is going to be there. There's too much people already here. You know what I'm saying? And then I'm like, I look at him like, yes. I took that advice and then it was like, a, let's say a month and a half of people training mm-hmm. in, the, in doing all the things and the competition came. I work at a competition as like a scorekeeper, okay. I, I like do everything guy kind of thing because they hire like people, like volunteers kind mm-hmm. of, they pay you a little money. But for me, it was just like to be there, 
you know, witnessed everything that I could even like yeah. dream to step on a match. Like, you have to be so high level to be the first world championships back in the day. Mm -hmm. Not that today is not the same, but it's more accessible. Back then, it was like just few people who made it. Yeah, and especially in Brazil with so many good. Yeah, I wouldn't. People. I wasn't even yeah. close to be the guy on on like my blue belt back in the day. I was mm -hmm. a juvenile guy. I was no chance. Anyways. Mm -hmm. Finish that the camp, I get back home, and there was supposed to like find a way to get in a university, all right? And that was a be it would be like a huge challenge for my life, a huge, because with no money, you get in a university in Brazil. It's like you have to be very good in school mm -hmm. to pass to the what they call vestibular. is a kind of like an assessment test for okay. to you get to the the university of the government, mm -hmm. and would have been no chance for me. I even tried. I enrolled myself, and I knew that I would not make it because I. I I never was a guy to sit down on books and read, you know what I'm saying? Unless yeah. I'm very interested on the, on the subject, I would not read it. And then I'm like, Mom, I'm not going back to school. I'm going to be like, just train jiu-jitsu. I'm going to be a jiu-jitsu professor. I want to move out of Brazil. And she's like, what? <laughs> no. Yeah. And it was months of fight mm -hmm. to try to get me back. She made me do the test. And of course, I failed bad. Mm -hmm. Like I told you, I'm not gonna make it. And then she kind of accepted, mm -hmm. you know. And then I want to make like a little point on that here. You know, a lot of people sometimes you look for support for your dreams, mm -hmm. right? And then I tell this for my students a lot of time in school. Yeah. I have no doubt in the world there's nobody that loves me more than my mom. You know, she was the first obstacle. She was the first person to tell me, don't go to your dream. I totally understand that. That was the same for me. <laughs> you know, that's yeah. crazy. You're not going to make it. Mm -hmm. Imagine if I listened to her. Yeah. You know, I, I try, like, I look at her like, a, I don't want your life. I want mm -hmm. my life. You know, yeah. I love you. And I had, like, a, you know, that attachment that I have to make it everything. To It's like, no. I think God gave us life for we live. Mm-hmm. And then you, we have things in our heart, and I believe that he puts in. You know, it's not like when it's good, you know, when it's like it has like some value. And then what I was trying to do in my life is like, I just want to like fulfill my dreams and live something that's good. It's like I'm like dujits at that point. I had no idea what I would have faced after, but I went through. And uh, and then I decided, and I spent like years like just training, mm -hmm. and two years to be more like. Uh, to the point that through jiu-jitsu, I got an opportunity to do this uh, university uh, we call physical education. It's a course oh, in Brazil okay. that won a big champion, and she's a girl. Her name is Alicia Ribeiro. She's like multiple-time world champion in Brazil, Brazilian nice. jiu-jitsu. She's a Hall of Famer, and she was one of the biggest supporters in my whole entire life. As a, She was a, the teammate. You know, She helped mm -hmm. everybody. And she got this sponsorship. And she hooked everyone from the academy, like for whatever wants to go to school, to mm -hmm. get that one. And then I'm like, all right, good. And then I was stupid at first. And uh, instead, I choose like right away physical education, which was like the first thing I wanted in my heart. Yeah. I'm like, oh, once I'm getting the opportunity to go into school, and, uh, to, I'm going to do law. And then I tried law. Okay. <laughs> Completely, uh, yeah, because I had that okay. idea, like I may even become like a, uh, a chief police guy and I can train. In the first semester, like I already said, like, that's it. Yeah. No, no, no. And then I stopped. It was good because at least I tried, you know, and then I needed to go and see what's up because, uh, you know, yeah. when you, you're insecure still. I didn't, I didn't have the confidence that I could be a teacher. 
Mm-hmm. I, at that point, I thought, like, to you be a teacher, you have to be, like, that champion. And I'm telling you something. I, I was, like, a tough dude. I compete a lot. I have some, like, a little titles here and there, but I wasn't, like, the champion. You mm-hmm. know, in the academy, nobody would look at me and say, wow, what a champion. Mm-hmm. Just, like, another, yeah, a tough dude. But there's, like, dozens, you know, a tough yeah. dude. You know, like, everybody's tough. Everybody fights hard. Everybody trains hard. I, would, I, I was a hard worker. Don't get me wrong. I was, like... People were being impressed and how much work ethic I had because I really wanted, you know. But I, I would go to a tournament and lose, and then wins here, win win there, and then lose, and but not making the big results that you like. Okay, mm-hmm. now you're a superstar, and that just encourages you a little bit, you know. And then when you're young, you don't have, and then like, oh, maybe I'll do something to back me up. You so gotta, you picked law. <laughs> Did you ever do the physical therapy after? The feature, the, the, and then, but like, and I, when I quit, mm-hmm. so I like, okay, I want to change the course. So okay. I want to go to, to physical education, mm-hmm. which is like, and that's a very like a comprehensive. And then some of the subjects that I had made already fitted in. I just have like to make me do a, like extra two grades there and there. And I would have okay. figured out. So I made it. So anyways, I, I finished the course, like four years course. It was amazing for me because it gave me like all the ideas on how to teach. Mm-hmm. progressive teaching kineology you know okay. all the body functions it was amazing because also gave me the opportunity to work in the fitness industry mm-hmm. which would have be a huge asset for me at that point why because there's no sponsorship for jiu-jitsu even today there's more popular people hear about because all the the mma fights and etc yeah. there's no real sponsorship the things that you like you can rely on it and like just okay. for like a few guys in the top and they have to work so hard for it yeah and then the fitness industry would give me something to finance my dream. Mm-hmm. And then I could like, you know, like a, be a personal trainer. So yeah. I thought spinning, no spinning classes. Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, like a gymnastic classes, mm-hmm. all kind of things that I could. So I worked with kids for a long time because you have to make it to complete the course. It gave me a lot of experience mm-hmm. in, in systems of teaching. Yeah, because with kids you have to try like so many ways. Mm-hmm. And and I feel like when you teach kids, it's more immediate because they react right away and you can see if they're paying attention or not paying attention. And if you think about it, kids are just adults. We yeah. are the same. Yeah. I use the same psychology that I use. I, today, I'm back teaching kids just because my son. Mm-hmm. But like, uh, it's the same. It's so funny. But, you know, it was good for me. You know, four years course gave me a lot of experience and I can like now work. On, on a field that is close to what I love it. It's mm-hmm. not what I really wanted at the time, but I, like, again, now we'll come back to the tough times of my life. I had to learn how to love things. Okay. And that was a huge advantage. I can feel it. And because you love the journey. I start to love to be a personal trainer, mm-hmm. you know, and then to be a spinning teacher and to be a gymnastic teacher because I could, like, help people to achieve their goals by like being there. And I was always like very honest in the way I am. I never, mm-hmm. you know, oh, I just want to make the money, you know? Yeah. I want to make the money, but I want the person to like to give me the results. And then, I, and then I started to be quite successful in the academy that I teach and have lots of clients, lots of clients. And that helped me so much to finance my MMA career. Cause at that point I was starting to migrate from Jiu Jitsu to MMA because I want to challenge myself. I want to compete in the highest level of the sport and see how I would do. And then 
as a jiu-jitsu practitioner, when we start, everybody's kind of influenced a little bit about the back in the day when they have the first UFCs that had a horse crazy, and it's like everybody mm -hmm. wants to get that. And when I was kind of like a brown belt, which is not black belt yet, I was already competing in, in MMA, which was kind of like the the moment in the history of that sport that MMA was a vale tudo, which is like it means anything goes in Portuguese, was like when there was no rules. Okay. Was it starting to become a sport, the MMA that everybody mm -hmm. knows today with rounds and gloves. So and I was able to find rings and kind of like uh, some different ideas and, and different like uh, rules, rule sets, and it was great. Yeah, and yeah. then uh, I was able to to start to compete on this, which gave me like some, some sort of, of you know, more... Uh, exposure because mm -hmm. like uh, you start to like to step up from like a, a different challenge that not everybody was doing you know there was a lot of people doing but not everybody so then you step from one platform to other mm -hmm. and that really helps and if it wasn't the support i have from from myself and of course a lot of people back then i'm like thankful to the rest of my life mm -hmm. that made it happen but you, I could like pay my bills because at that time too, like my mom was like always struggling to find jobs mm -hmm. and to, to like we never like uh, in a good financial situation. Finances was always like, oh damn, you know, you have to learn how to live without much resources, mm -hmm. and uh, and that was helping me, you know, to get also some dignity because through that point, I, I like I, I never drove a car, I didn't have money to to buy a car I, mm -hmm. I think I had one girlfriend before my wife because I, I could afford a girlfriend no yeah I could like uh, oh let's mm -hmm. go I can't take you to anything mm -hmm. and and then the girlfriend I had was like some girl that was friend and then she can't understand the struggle because mm -hmm. it's like I was a broke guy I never had the shoes everybody wants to have the jacket everybody was buying you know what I'm saying mm -hmm. like a which again I, I'm thankful for that because today I'm so not materialistic I'm like, yeah. I don't spend my money with a lot of things. And it's like, for me, anything's good. And then don't get me wrong. I want the best. Mm -hmm. if, you, if, you, if I can drive the best car, have the best water, the best food, I will have it. But if I don't have it, or if for some reason there's no accessible for me, I, I don't kill myself. Mm -hmm. You know, because it's not what is more important for me. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and that was that. It was really tough, tough times from like years and years of my life. I would be, and then I started to teach jiu-jitsu in that meantime. So like yeah. every time I had an opportunity to teach jiu-jitsu, I'm teaching jiu-jitsu, I'm teaching jiu-jitsu in the camp, but always on a volunteer basis. Okay. Some private classes here and there, like some clients end up like, hey man, you're a fighter, so like how can I learn something, okay. And they'd pay you for the private classes, obviously. Exactly, yeah. you know, always like that. But it, it, it's, it's you can't really rely on that. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like jiu-jitsu in Brazil, it's, it's, it's not as seem like now it's getting better mm -hmm. and i'm away from like 10 years now in may mm -hmm. 10 years i'm here in canada oh, wow. it, it's better i can see that it's better there but it's still it's still not like the it's just if like people every time they need to cut something they cut first what is not essential and then jiu-jitsu it is not essential people right oh. away cut it so it's like it's like physical activity too it's like if there's something people are gonna cut is the personal trainer Okay, yeah. And then the whole time... The, 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 so you don't have as many clients. And, yeah. You, you, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, uh, you can't have it, but it's a struggle. And then I'm going to tell mm -hmm. you my struggle. It's like every day from 2000, 
to 2008, that was the year I moved to Canada. Every mm. single day I would wake up at 4.45 a.m. and go to bed at 10.45, every single day. Okay. And uh, traveling with a big bag, Yeah. with food, just eating on the bus. Mm-hmm. You know, find ways to don't pay the fare because mm-hmm. like you have no money. So you would it's just, just like enough or... to, enough to. <laughs> yeah. Enough to make it. Enough to like to. Okay, I pay that bill. You know what I mean. Mm. I pay this thing. It's like because and at that point, everybody's calling you crazy. Why mm. don't get a real job? Why don't you change that? Like why don't you stop training, man? And then yeah. you see all your friends already doing this, getting regular jobs, quote unquote, on that. Mm-hmm. Buying cars, getting the relationships, and you're like, who? Yeah. And then I try to come to states three times. Okay. And then uh, I got like a visas denied to no. Okay. One, two, three. The fourth, I I went to the USA consulate, mm-hmm. and then I was very honest with them because you know, like I'm like you see how God acts in people's life. I'm I'm a true believer of God. You know I'm like mm-hmm. I'm I'm Christian, but I don't like to label myself Christian because I believe Jesus came to the earth to like finish religion but anyways it's just the people here have an idea what i believe what's the belief system i have in my mind but and uh i believe like god just like he operates in things you know he has mm-hmm. like missions for people and then you have to find what it is and, and i believe that he didn't allow me to go okay. even because i was not being truthful for the the american concept because was oh, i'm going to compete but i wasn't i wasn't just going to compete and stay and then the third, the fourth time, I, I tried, and then they finally allowed me to go for the first World Championships in the States, the first oh, time that okay. the tournament was allowed there. So I remember that all the other times I've been a lot of paperwork and, you mm-hmm. know, like things like to talk that I'm going to come back and then I'm, I'm a fighter. Da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. That time I just brought my medals. Oh. I go to the door and like, oh, you can't get here with medals. I'm like, yeah, but this is what I'm going to show them what I'm doing. You know? Yeah. It's like, what do you want to do? I just want to compete that tournament. Okay. And then they like, okay, they, they came back. And back in the day, the social media was uh, like in Brazil, like big, big. It was Orkut. Do you ever heard about that one? No. It was an old kind of Facebook. Okay. It came back with like the, all the pages of my my Orkut uh, printed. It's like, we're going to keep an eye on you. I'm like, oh my God. Oh, okay. I went there. I competed. It was great. And I spent like a few days of, of you know, like maybe a month and 15 days mm-hmm. in San Diego and I had an opportunity to be there teaching but I'm like no I'm going to do the right thing I'm going to come back okay because what would happen if you stayed in the US well I guess you're going to be illegal they yeah. have to go through a lot of things that people yeah. do to like uh, become legal again but I didn't want to do that even because I was like already yeah. like engaged with like my actual wife now oh, okay, and nice. I didn't want to just to you know go you know everybody was expecting me to come back my my, my clients my personal training clients I have a huge work ethic Mm-hmm. And then you know they helped me to go there, so I pay. I like they pay for some privates yeah. I had, you know, some of the classes to be. Mm-hmm. I'm like, no, I can't let these people down. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So you did the right thing. And I'm you gonna back. come back. I came back. That was 2007, and uh, and then I got pretty like, oh, I have to come back there. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna do it again, and I'm gonna tell my wife. Them. But now when I go, I'm gonna spend some time there. I'm gonna see what's up, because I saw my dream. That's what that's what I want, and it's mm-hmm. like imagine like I was now like looking for California, San Diego. That's what's my yeah. 
No one. And the weather come. would be better oh, from God. Brazil than from Toronto, Canada. Our Brazilian friends, yeah, like yeah. the mecca of jiu-jitsu in the states now, San Diego. There's tons of Brazilian. Okay. It's a huge Brazilian community there. And then I want to come back a little bit more. So this is 2007, 2005. Mm -hmm. You know, I was uh, I have a breakthrough in my life. Okay. So what happened is that I have this, and uh, again, I just want like to point it out again. So the the bad things, quote unquote, and bad that happen in your life, or the best things that happen for you, because you have to always learn how to change the perspective. Mm -hmm. It's something that I do now consistently since that time, and I think God showed me that. And and especially when you pass the time and you look back, like wow, that was so necessary for me. So I, I in that struggle of like fighting and stuff mm -hmm. like that, I decided to put a lot of effort on the MMA. Because okay. like, uh, I was doing an like, okay career. I had like uh, wins and losses. But like uh, it came up an opportunity to make a fight in one of the, in Brazil, biggest events. A lot of exposure. I could make like something out of it with a sponsorship. And I thought, mm -hmm. okay, that's my, my goal. It's like to make it big, to fight in the U.S. or in Japan mm -hmm. back in the day was the big. And this show was a big show because a lot of good guys are there. And then they gave me like a... a and my eyes was like, oh, I have a good fight because I have a guy just one fight and have more experience. I have five at the time. I'm like, I'm gonna make that fight easy. Mm -hmm. And I trained, but like I started to like in my mind, I already won. Oh, okay. And I have this relationship that was at first girlfriend. Mm -hmm. The 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 relationship was going okay. Yeah. And because of that, I neglect all my my clients I, because I put all in. I'm like, I cut some people off for like uh, some hours just to be like training more. Mm -hmm. And then I went there, and it's like a big event, like uh, 6,000 people watching. Oh, wow. Like, and then it's the first time a cage for this kind of event, and then everybody looking up, I got beat up. Yeah. Bad. <laughs> yeah. Bad. But, like, that was, like, a, from, I have a lot of losses in my career, but, like, yeah. a, that was the worst one. All the other ones was, like, referee, like, a judge decision, which is, like, okay, the fight is, like, go to the round, go to the distance, and then yeah. judge decide that you lost it. It's okay, never something like 10-8, it's, like, always 10-9. Like, mm -hmm. this is a kind of, like, a regular fight. It could go for you if you have a better strategy, but that was, like, a TKO, ref, like, a referee stopping yeah. the fight for you don't get more damage. The guy really gave me a beat. Second round, bad. And then, like, I call back, like, faces wallet so that girlfriend finishes with me oh really and then and then okay. i saw that it's like but our relationship was bad already you okay know? and then i saw myself with like where am i at? Mm -hmm. like uh, financially really bad mm -hmm. and that's when i found god because i had to go to find the who god was because i want to find out like, what i'm doing wrong mm -hmm. and i go deep on my spirituality and then i found I found God through Jesus, you know, like to, and of course, uh, it, it comes from a stage that you first, you got that first love and then you got kind of like blind for everything and all it matters is Jesus, 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 which is mm -hmm. still, but like, uh, it's a way that God teach you like how to get out of the world first and clean you from like uh, everything that you used to do because you reborn. And then a lot of people don't understand that awakening the spiritual awakening, like Jesus has a way to make it. Some people find through other religions, mm -hmm. which is like, a, I feel like, but I don't think it's as solid as the way, because the way Jesus teaches is so simple. Mm -hmm. Because it's like, once you just awake, 
you already have it. And then it's about you follow that spirituality and never let it go. And don't live under any kind of rule. Mm-hmm. I think the rules keep us away from God because it starts like, okay, if I do this, I'm going to whatever. I'm going to pay for it. This is a karma. No, it doesn't work like that. Because God is a, is a God of love. He, do, he, do, he doesn't want to like punish anybody. If there's somebody that pan, to punish you, is yourself. Mm-hmm. By making wrong decisions and, and, and finding like a wrong ways and accepting and not fighting for it, you know. But, you know, it's a long story and you have to, to study. And, uh, and I never got, you know, in a comfortable zone on my spiritual side, you know. Not mm-hmm. just like, okay, whatever the pastor is saying is what I said. So I jammed from churches and churches because I started to see like even in the Jesus church, there was a lot of uh, ugly things and I didn't well, like of it. of course, because like religion is human made. And that's it. And that's what I, and then I start to, to realize that what Jesus, what, what Jesus came to do for if fight mm-hmm. against it. But then I go, well, why God put a religion in? Because he needs to show who was the real God. Because that back in this, let's say, let's going to come back to the two, 3,000 years ago. Mm-hmm. The, the operating system of the human beings were completely different than today. Even the, the neuro-linguistic the linguistic that we had was different. Mm-hmm. Like the words, everything was so uh, primitive, you know, and, and, the, and then there was necessary a set of rules to define who was like the, the savages and who was the most organized society. And I believe God chose two, two people to make that and make them very strong to people say like, okay, what they have different? Oh, they worship that God. Okay. And that's what that's that's what I I learned from like I studied the Bible, we studied the history of the I, churches. Okay, yeah. I don't really understand that part, but so if you see the Old Testament, okay, mm-hmm. and if you see the beginning and the roots of the Muslims, mm-hmm. all right. I know some people will disagree with me, but that's what disagree the whole world. That's why I choose that to, because then I'm free of all this. At the end, you're gonna understand it. It's like uh, they came from the same root. Yeah. So like Judaism, Islam, and Christianity came from why the because same, yeah. they were the same God. Yeah, the, I think it's and the they same, bought, but like different ways. Jewish, of yeah, worshiping. completely different ways. But the but if you always stop like now historically, there were like the two most organized societies, basically. Who is that worship some God? Jewish and Muslims. Oh yeah. They're so organized. They know how to make their things work. Mm-hmm. And that was necessary back in that time because the way people talk was different. People were savage. People were like, they need to have a stop. There was no rules. We are coming back to that today. But anyways, <laughs> it was worse back then. You know, mm-hmm. there was no like defined society. And uh, the way God showed who he was, promising a Messiah for both of them. Mm-hmm. But I believe the Messiah is Jesus, and he came like saying, like, hey, okay, guys, because if you go through the teachings of Jesus, it's always against mm-hmm. religion, always against the rules, but always with the rules. You already know what's right. You already know what's wrong. So now it's in your hand to make the decision. It's not God that's going to penalty. It's going to be you. You're going to do something wrong. Something wrong going to happen. So you had this, like, epiphany and breakthrough um before you went to the U.S. to compete or after? Like just, like just before. Just before, okay. And then it was really like, a, but I was like, a, look, that spiritual mm-hmm. um, walking is still in. 
yeah is is never ending it's never ending you can't stop you have to like feed your soul in a way that you string your spirit it's mm -hmm. like but I, i you are now awake for like your body your soul your spirit and you know how to feed each one of them you understand it's like how we feed our bodies with like water yeah. food sleeping how you feed your 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 soul is your ego okay Your soul is your ego, pretty much. It's like it's the things that you like, the things that makes you feel good. Mm -hmm. But sometimes the things that you makes you feel good, it, they're more controllable by your spirit. And if you kill your spirit, it's gonna be just ego. And that's when we go down the road. And a lot of people will okay. might live a perfect life, their whole entire life, but their spirit is dead. And that's when everything comes in place in the mm. spiritual side, because the spiritual side is a promise of a eternal life all right but the, the the this life now here is just a period of time how how long are you gonna live 80 years 90 100 okay cool but that's it mm -hmm. some people believe that's it you're finishing up i don't i believe like I, my spirit is still alive because i decided to mm -hmm. and for the ones that decided there's not and then it comes all those images of hell and burning fire guy with like this this is completely against what God wants to really teach people. Mm -hmm. There's no such a thing like that. It, is it, the hell is a completely different. It was like the way that Jesus used it to define, look, like our conversation came to gospel. My God. <laughs> we'll take it back to the journey in a bit. It's, it's, yeah. it's, it's a way that back in the day that he has how to, to show, like, for example, people don't understand, like, when Jesus talked about the fire that never stopped, it was mm -hmm. like a city that people used to, to, to put the garbage there. Okay. It's like, those are like a deep, like a Christians, uh, Christian uh, Bible studies. You have to go deep to okay. understand. Yeah, because I, mean? I don't know about that burning city. Yeah, I'm, but I'm like a Christian, but yeah. But you know, but like, a, what's the definition of hell that people have in their mind? When you say like, oh, you're going to hell. You imagine what? The opposite of heaven. So yeah, like but, all bad. But what is we, what we've been taught for us when we kids, you know what I mean? It's like that, you know, yeah. like what, who is devil? It's like a red guy, yeah. you know, that trident With thing. With the pitchfork thing, You yeah. understand, but like some people that has no spirituality, mm -hmm. this is what they think about it. They, they see well, who's God is. God is a guy with a big beard. Okay. You know what I'm saying? But I, that, don't, I don't think that, but yeah. But not you. Yeah. But like a, a huge amount of people mm -hmm. in the world think like that. And that's what like, a, those are our brothers mm -hmm. and our sisters. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And even worse is like some people that just ignore that at all and just live a life with no ambition, you know, because I could like see the, how that it changes you and how mm -hmm. this gives you like that. But it's, it's a personal belief. Mm -hmm. Yeah, everyone's obviously entitled to believe anything they want and like and, and, and that's what God has taught me. Yeah. You know? And this is like a, and that was a period of like a, And then that's when I, 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 I want to come back on that because I want to show like how this, the belief in God, it, it's not in vain, you know, because yeah, I started so that, like a, that really to study and you. really be like, okay, I'm, I'm going to be like, a, like feeding more my spiritual than my, mm -hmm. my, my ego, than my soul mm -hmm. and start to learn how to be happy and how to make my soul happy with the spiritual things. And then I started like to really change a lot in my life and the way I was. The way I make my decisions and make mm -hmm. me wiser, and and then at that point in 2007, 
So I went and I came back and I was like, you know, I want to come back. And I was defined, I want to come back. I'm going to come back. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, I was getting more engaged in my church. And I changed church twice and I found a church that I felt really, really a spiritual home and I was yeah. happy there. I was even teaching jiu-jitsu there. And in that period of time, like one day, one night, I just like, I, I spent the whole night praying because I couldn't handle anymore the 4.45 a.m. 10.45. Yeah. I was super tired. Every day, that's crazy. Yeah. It was like, I was like, I can't handle yeah. this anymore. So I prayed to God, like, I'm, I'm literally here. If you are there, you got to mm-hmm. listen to me. I can't handle this anymore. You got you to gotta give me my dream. I wanted to get there. Mm-hmm. This was a Thursday night. Friday, there was a, yeah, Thursday nights to mm-hmm. Friday. So Friday, go to work. So every Friday, I used to go to my my fiance, now my wife. Mm-hmm. From there, I, it's easier to go to the place that I train him and make that has a training of practice mm-hmm. side. It was, back, by the way, like a train up this place, Black House, a lot of good guys there, like mm-hmm. Anderson Silva, Vito Belfort, very nice team to train back home. And... I got this phone call from this uh, professor like of mine that brought me here. I was mm-hmm. like, hey, do you want to, do you want to like to, there is an opportunity in Canada. Mm-hmm. And right away, I got like, wow. I, wow. I literally didn't sleep the whole night praying yeah. to God. Praying to God and asking mm-hmm. for that. So just hold on. Just, you will see what I'm talking about now. And I'm like, uh, yeah. Right away, I'm like, uh, it came like the Spirit told me, like the, mm-hmm. the Holy Spirit, the God. So, like, mm-hmm. look, this is what you ask, here it is. Yeah. Here's your opportunity. I'm like, okay, I want it. I'm done. I'm down for it. It's like, okay, you got to go like and take a look for a visa. Okay. I'm like, great. I'm going to start to do this like Monday. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, back then, phones were not touched. Now you got to actually wait to go in home and you know, yeah, you know, yeah. And I'm going to my fiance's house. I don't want to go in her house and do this. I have to actually wait till Monday. Mm-hmm. And I'm talking to her. Look, maybe. She's like, ah, okay. Blah, blah, blah. And now I wanted to tell you, like, in 2003, mm-hmm. me and my brother, we made, like, a, a, we, we on that try to get out of Brazil, mm-hmm. my grandfather's Portuguese immigrated to Brazil. Okay. So we tried to get our citizenship. Okay, because we have Portuguese the right. Because okay. my mom is actually Portuguese, but they never make their papers. It's like my son today; he's Canadian Brazilian. Okay, you got what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. And then I could get it because, like, my father, he kind of, my my grandfather, he he came like, well, he just was dressing whatever he had. He had no papers, and then we we just oh. knew it. he. We just knew that he came from Trás dos Montes, which is a city there, and that's okay. all we know. And so we pay a, a little guy, a, a little guy, a, a little fee for this, uh, mm-hmm. for this guy to make a research. But mm-hmm. we never get back. And we email, like we we mail, mm-hmm. <laughs> not even email. We mail the guy, and the, the guy never. I couldn't find it. Yeah. One time he sent a letter, but he's still searching for it. And then this Saturday. Mm-hmm. Okay, just listen. This Saturday, the remember Saturday that I after the phone call. Yeah, I'm at the, the practice of this place, Black House, mm-hmm. and there's this guy, special guest there, like uh, talking with this guy. His name is Amaribi Tech. Okay, the two time absolute, the first two time absolute world champion, mm-hmm. and he's talking with this guy that was the coordinator of the group, Carlão Barreto, another mm-hmm. Carson Gracie, super famous fighter in Brazil. They're talking here. I'm on the side listening. They're talking about like a. No, because my mom and the consulate, yeah, I'm going to get this for you, the, the Portuguese consulate. So then 
I don't know how, why, but it comes to my heart, like asking. I'm like, hey, Amori, I'm sorry to interrupt. I, I hear that you you part of like, who's that? Oh, my mom is the, the consul of Portugal in Brazil. Oh, okay. Yeah, like that close to me. I'm like, yeah, but I, you know, and then I explain, I have this, this, and that. Give me your name. Okay. So Monday, I got a phone call. And like, here's, I want you to picture that. I'm like, I told like three students, like, hey, I'm sorry, I can't teach today. Yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna make the research on how to get the visa to Canada. Mm-hmm. To come as a visitor to actually see what's up yeah come to talk to the guy whatever and make another visit to america because i have to like meet the guy in, in san diego then come together here at that, mm-hmm. that point i gave the name for for him i'm like okay maybe something come out of that but mm-hmm. I, I didn't count on it because i'm like you know what let me play safe mm-hmm. let me go for it i'm not gonna be wishing washing you know what i'm saying yeah hands on it so I'm today I have to I want to make it I don't care I'm like mm-hmm. I, that's priority I'm gonna get this visa I'm getting out of here mm-hmm. so phone rings it's like mm-hmm. this is like talking about real phones okay not like a yeah cell yeah. phones like in my house lines. my mom answers and say George phone's for you I'm like damn who's calling me mom mm-hmm. it's like it's for you and I'm this like, was on, the, on Monday. Monday okay I'm like who wants to call me Monday mm-hmm I'm doing that thing. I stop the computer. I walk. I go until the living room. Mm-hmm. Hello. Is that George Brito here? I'm like, yeah, yeah. Saying, oh, here's the deal. Uh, we hear from the Portuguese consulate. We okay. found the papers from a grandfather. So you can come here to like apply for your passport. I'm like, whoa. Okay. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> just so you know, that why it's so pumped about it because the 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 European passport, mm-hmm. which is the Portuguese, you don't need visa to states, you don't need visa to Canada. Yeah, so then you could I'm go like, uh, either oh, place. Okay, yeah. when can I go there? Oh, you can come here anytime. Just bring the fee. So did you go the it's same day? It's a thousand day? reais. I'm like, okay, thank okay. you. I didn't have the money. Oh, shit. I'm like, I don't care. But I have like a line of credit. Yeah. I go right there and I pray in front of the, the machine. That sounds crazy, <laughs> right? I'm like, God, I'm taking this money. It's because I trust you that you're gonna find me out. Mm-hmm. And he knows how much I hate to own banks or anything. I think everybody, especially in that situation, I felt so insecure. And uh, then I got the money. Tuesday, I went there. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you if you can see, but like I'm supposed to take my mom, everybody, but like it came right away to mine because the guy called and then somehow yeah. they made it happen. So I pay the fee. Yeah. And then my passport would be ready in one week. Oh, okay. And I'm like, okay, call the guy, say, in one week, I'm ready to go. Like, what? I'm like, yeah. That's sick. Okay. I'm ready to go. Yeah. And then, now, and then I'm starting to get ready. Mm-hmm. Start to talk to people, like, look, I'm not going to teach this month anymore. Just like May, like, uh, April, mm-hmm. you know, like, I'm going to start saying May, I'm not teaching guys. I'm going to mm-hmm. Canada. And the people are like, really? I'm like, yeah, that fast? I'm like, yeah. And then I'm telling people, people not believing yet. And I'm, I still have it in the back of my freaking thing. I have to pay this thousand bucks that I don't have it. Yeah. And, and then to have an idea, I have no money at all. Mm. It's like, you know. I guess, yeah, for the plane ticket and to stay and for food, you need to. No, I don't, I have, I don't even have money there no, daily because I got everything yeah. I had to pay. I have. I remember that I have like 750 on my line of credit, mm-hmm. which is like so bad. And then I have like a, the other 300, 200 I just got from my money like to pay that fee. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I have a motorcycle, so I, I was like dying to put gas. Another phone call. 
Mm-hmm. You know, that time in my cell phone, I'm at the academy with some clients for my mom. I, I, can you just give me again, like, a, your, your bank account number? Okay. My grandmother mm-hmm. passed away three years ago. Okay. She left insurance thing. Okay. And then she just left some money for me for my brother. Yeah. How much? Was it a thousand? One thousand. Oh, for each, I yeah. guess. Wow. It was like a. It's Monday, meant to be maybe three, Thursday. And to be three years after. And I, I tell and like these people, say I'm lying. I bring my mom here. Day? I bring my wife here. Wow. They will like say yes. It's unbelievable, right? Mm-hmm. But that's how God do. This is what people don't understand. Yeah, like, and the power of belief, like you don't. It, yeah, even but if this you is what is so is so yeah. is so conscious like that. What God gives to you is mm-hmm. the power of belief, mm-hmm. and it, and then when you go and you study the Bible, it's, it's all there. It's like if you believe, it's gonna happen. You ask and happen. Like and then and then all these people that are teaching techniques of visualization, that like God is teaching beautiful people forever. Mm-hmm. You understand? Yeah. Without religion. But yeah. people tend and push to religion, but it's not what he wants. He doesn't want anybody locking in rules and, oh, if you do that, you're mm-hmm. wrong. It's like, no, judgments and stuff like that. And that's mm-hmm. what I'm saying. Like, I'm, I'm like 100% Jesus because he's mm-hmm. like a, he is the personification of that. Okay, we so, out yeah. of this. We free. So you follow like... The ideas and not necessarily the small, like little. No, I'm things. not. Yeah. I'm like people say, "Oh, what church you go here?" I'm like, "What church? I'm a, I'm supposed to be a church." Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I'm mm-hmm. supposed to be a church. That's what God teach you. It's like I believe the church are important because you need a place to learn, mm-hmm. to have a direction, and the people that are there are gonna give you the direction. All the other rest, the Holy Spirit will make it mm-hmm. through your choice of keep feeding your soul, your mm-hmm. spirit. You got what I'm saying? Is not something that a go fall in your lap. Why? Because we have the free will. Yeah. What God is that one that gonna say like, no, I want you and you mine. What? No. <laughs> it's like you. I want to be yours. Mm-hmm. All right. So come to me. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then you're gonna be with me. You're gonna hang out with me. And you're gonna know who I am. You're gonna see my face. And you're gonna understand everything about me. That's the way it is. But people gotta like that. Why? Because then it's a big lesson about human beings. Mm-hmm. That's why I love to teach Jiu Jitsu. Because for me, Jiu Jitsu is my ministry. It's my mission that God gave it to me. It's teach Jiu Jitsu. Everybody likes the comfortable zone. Nobody likes to step out of the comfortable zone and look for what they want. Mm-hmm. Like few people learn how to do it, and that's why they succeed. Because you can't be just waiting things to happen in your life. It's not going to happen. You know what I mean? You have to go and have to expose yourself for failure you have to like to be willing to pay the price for whatever is the thing like i could like a, just go bad and come into canada mm-hmm. and then oh, lose all my students there whatever it's like imagine if i had that fear imagine if i have my mom still like you know what i'm yeah. saying don't do that you do think that like, she gave me full support to come to canada no yeah no so okay you got you got that phone call for a thousand and then, and then and then I called them like I'm good to go so then but like like I got to get in the hands of like somebody the really good person which mm-hmm. is Josh Report okay there's like Toronto BJ head instructor so, uh, th- so you went directly director. to that job to yeah Toronto came director for Toronto BJ oh okay cool it's like there was no I'm telling you when, when you put yourself mm-hmm. to serve something highest mm-hmm. 
and it's like it, it it has to go and take a little bit of you you know mm-hmm. a lot of times i could like just fully give myself to to my career i'm mma career because mm-hmm. it's some passion i have but a lot of times i felt i could let my students i could let my teaching i could let that place i don't know what it is but i have something there yeah and i still there you know people won't yeah, don't understand so you but you learn how it. to just yeah. turn off everybody and just listen what it comes from that's higher mm-hmm. higher thing that the purpose of of a mission that you have you know and things are escalating from there like uh, and then i'm learning and things are coming to my face coming to my my life in a way that i'm like i can see clear more mm-hmm. the things happening and, and when i say like a, I'm living a dream because I always l- dream of this place that I could teach, I could train, that I could see people yeah. changing their lives, and I am I'm living that, you know. And, and then, you, I know you give a lot back to the community. You always like, you have like an annual BJJ tournament where you raise tons of food to give to food last banks. Last one we raised two thousand five hundred pounds of food. Why? Because I remember the times that I didn't have food on my plate. Mm-hmm. How come right now I have the opportunity to bring more? Like I can, like you know, a lot of people say like, "Oh man, you do charity and you put out there." It's like it's not because I want to look good. Mm-hmm. It's because I want to encourage other people. You put effort, even like I know there's a lot of students who come to you from like more rough backgrounds, and you. You give them a chance at Toronto BJJ. I think Jiu-Jitsu, it, it's, it's supposed to do that for mm-hmm. people. It's a martial arts. They're supposed to empower people. Yeah. To help people to find themselves. Mm-hmm. And once they find themselves, it's up to them. And that's my, my, my idea there. It's like, okay, I'll expose you to Jiu-Jitsu. Mm-hmm. And Jiu-Jitsu will expose you to yourself. Because there's no more uh, sincere way to 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 do things because like what do you do when you do jiu-jitsu you making decisions under pressure yeah you know yeah, that's and then true. and then decisions come from the way you think okay and then right after you have the outcome and yeah. the outcome it will be your emotions mm-hmm. and then I, i'm like for for me i know that is not always the outcomes that we want, mm-hmm. especially in jiu-jitsu. There's always somebody stronger, there's always somebody faster, there's somebody better than you. And you have to deal with that, with frustration. And frustration leads to bring a lot of bad emotions or good emotions, or you can learn how to control emotions, mm-hmm. which is the ultimate source of life. Because like right there, you're just practicing this mindset of emotional control, emotional control, emotional control. And that's mm-hmm. when you're like, you can clearly see who you are. And then you become more self-aware. Of course, you need time to practice this. You need like more to be yeah, exposed. It's always constant To be able practice. to benefit, to, to reap that, you know, because like at the beginning, it's kind of like, it's the same for everybody, but you need to born mm-hmm. to jiu-jitsu. And, and then when that happened, it's like you, you, it doesn't matter if you stop for a month, stop for, you're there, you, you know jiu-jitsu, you know? And I would like to say you're already a black belt. That's why, like, a, a black Ooh, belt me? is just a white belt who no. never quit. Oh, okay. <laughs> because uh, there's nothing special you need to do to become yeah. a black belt jiu-jitsu. Okay. You just need to, to go back okay. and to keep doing. Yeah. Doing. One time, you're going to get it. Some people get it in three years. Some people mm-hmm. get it five. Uh, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. It's your personal journey. It's like mm-hmm. you have your time. And I know jiu-jitsu teaches you more also because it's, 
getting a black belt in jujitsu is a lot harder than all the other martial arts for people who don't know. I would know, say the advantage it's not just by have, years, it's by dedication. I will, I will, I will, I will say something here. In my experience with other martial arts, mm-hmm. the difference in jujitsu that you can go one hundred percent without being fake. So what 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 I mean with that? Sometimes you go and you do boxing, all right? So there's somebody practicing boxing for six years, but they never really try to punch each other in the face for real. Okay. Because when that happens, you you really fight, and then what happens is that you have to deal with the emotional of the outcome of the fight. Okay. Good or bad, you need to deal with the emotions. Mm-hmm. The ex, the super hype, excited that mm-hmm. makes you cocky and and overconfident. Yeah. And uh, you lose your you lose you lose that uh, you know you're not humble, or you have to be like too shy and not believe in yourself because mm-hmm. you lost. You don't feel that because you don't have to taste that. You only taste like uh, you're hitting the pad so strong, you're getting faster. That's good. It can it can pump you, but mm-hmm. doesn't really give you like the reality. And, the, and you need to give a reality check the whole time. You think you're good. You think you're doing well, and then somebody comes and crush you. And like, yeah. oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> that's bad. You know. Yeah. But I, but 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 the bad can become good if you learn how to change those. Mm-hmm. You need you need good guidance. You need good guidance. You know, jiu-jitsu is deep mm-hmm. as, as, as the philosophical part, you know. Like today, there's a huge uh, uh, growth, but I see the sport grows more than the martial art and the philosophical part. People mm-hmm. like people like the feel-good part, mm-hmm. which is learn how to fight, you know, and then they start to hide this, hide this, like, and then, and then, I see a lot of people quitting because like they start to like okay I have to be a champ and I have to be a to get a medal and start to be a medal hunter and then and that's the that's why for me you lose a little bit of like the mm. the real benefit that the martial art can give to you because it's a martial art that doesn't matter like how strong you are weak you can apply not in terms of fighting but in terms of mindset you know yeah you can apply it to the rest of your life for me that's why like it, it comes to the point that here that are not mission. To like to work with these amazing people that I have today there mm-hmm. that we, we we got to a point that now we we have our own association that calls jiu-jitsu for life because that's what I what I truly believe jiu-jitsu is is a martial art for life I could like uh, when I left the association that I was part of which was the Ribeiro Jiu-Jitsu Association that I'm extremely thankful to Master Sal Ribeiro for the opportunity they gave to me but I felt that was an organic growth it's like my time to just try to be more I'll have more autonomy no okay. authority. I don't care about authority. Yeah. I care about autonomy to, like, to try my just to make my mistakes. Yeah. You know, and then there was so you're the first in the world to be jujitsu for life. Oh, no, we, we we create this. You created it. We okay. just like uh, what name we're gonna call her? Like, okay, cool. Uh, so uh, you started your own like branch. Yeah, and then okay, now nice. we like uh, there's one year, you know, and mm-hmm. we are like we have schools in Ontario, we have two schools in, in in Vancouver, we have some guys in the states, some guys in Brazil. Mm-hmm. You know, slowly we were like uh, trying to spread our philosophy of like uh, mm-hmm. you know we we compete, but we use the competition as a tool. To like to expose yourself to a higher challenge because I believe when you when you go for the competition is the closer you can get for a real fight. Mm-hmm. Because again, jiu-jitsu is such a good martial art and such efficient martial art. They're gonna teach you how to be comfortable when you're uncomfortable, and then you're gonna start to be comfortable in your academy. It's like I don't know. You train a little bit. Mm-hmm. Do you remember the first days you came in? How intimidated it was the adrenaline you I had? I was. Yeah, well, I first started at Elite in Mississauga, 
and I was the only girl in the classes and I was like okay but I've several times I've like challenged myself even if it's an intimidating environment I'm just gonna walk in even if I know absolutely nothing and no one and push myself and then yeah how you feel after you get more comfortable right yeah I feel like good about myself I'm like cool I, I but then that's what brings us to the points that you become too comfortable Mm-hmm. And you see no more challenge. And here's the deal. If you're comfortable, there's no growth. Actually, when I went from um, the place in Mississauga to Toronto BJJ and I started training with different people, in in Mississauga, I real I thought I was like so good because the guys went easy on me and I thought I was like... They got the girls and they're like, oh. No, I know. I thought I was, I was you know, doing well. But no, when I competed against other guys at Toronto BJJ, like... People didn't take it as easy on me. I'm like, oh shit, you know what? I'm not as strong as I thought. <laughs> or like. But it pushes you. Yeah. It pushes it you. No, good. but I'm pretty sure if you continue the journey, it will be a point that you're gonna get comfortable again because that's mm-hmm. how you used to teach you. You're yeah. gonna learn how to figure out how to be comfortable there. You're gonna learn how to tap. You're like, okay, mm-hmm. I tap. That's okay. Good. No, no problem. Mm-hmm. You don't have more of that emotional. Ah, uh, but like when you go in to compete and they change, you're there against somebody that you never see in a different environment, nothing mm-hmm. familiar. And again, that's why I compete in MMA. Because mm-hmm. I always like more the jiu-jitsu because I was getting so much more powerful because I was learning how to control myself. I always had a problem to control myself. I still have a huge problem to control myself. Sometimes like, I feel what like... What do you mean? Uh, my thoughts, the way I am, you know, my nature is not good. Okay. That's why I, I need God. It's like, this is something that, man, it's like, uh, it needs a lot for you to, to decide to tell yourself that you, like, uh, you have problems, you have issues. I'm sorry mm-hmm. about that. Mm-hmm. We all have. Mm-hmm. But uh, we have this tendency to, like, uh, yeah, no, it's okay. I'm good. I'm a good person. Mm-hmm. Like, we have bad thoughts. We all have. Mm-hmm. We all have, like, a things that we don't like it. We all, and then this is like a, you need to go deep to your soul, deep mm-hmm. to yourself, to like to go and see. Like and in be honest give with yourself. Jiu-Jitsu give me this because mm-hmm. I can. And when I fight, when I remember the Jiu-Jitsu was something that put me out of comfortable zone a lot. But it was a point that I was competing and I didn't care anymore. I didn't feel that butterflies and I didn't feel the voices of fear because you we all have fear, but we mm-hmm. learn how to hide it. That's the thing. But I want to learn how to control it mm-hmm. and face it, not yeah, learn how to hide the best. it. I'm gonna give like yeah. example here. Is like, uh, uh, I could like just for the fear of failure, just to keep doing what I was doing because we were doing okay. But have that in the back of my mind when I decide. So no, I'm gonna do that step. Let's mm-hmm. go do our association. Let's get out of that, and that's gonna make it. And then it was mm-hmm. right away like the voice is like, no. You guys can make it. You're not this guy. You, you, da, da, da. People are gonna think this. People, and then I'm like, no, screw that voice, because mm-hmm. I learned how to control that. Mm-hmm. But like, no, I'm gonna face it. Why? Because what's the worst case scenario? Then it's like you learn how to make decisions, because mm-hmm. you're there practicing this decision yeah. make every time. But what's the outcome? Yes. What's gonna be the problem? So then I start to check mark. Okay, so if mm-hmm. that goes wrong, that's gonna happen. And then at the end of the day, it's like, okay, what's the result? Win-win. Because if I don't make it happen big and amazing and we become the best association ever in this planet, mm-hmm. we're going to do something great or we're going to learn or we're going to come back. Either way, I'm winning. Mm-hmm. I'm not in lose. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I came here with what? With a passport? 
Yeah, I wanted to ask you about that too. Like, when you got the job here, first of all, your I guess your fiance at the time. Um, then I told her, I'm like, I'm good. She was to... okay with going, and she was like, I, she, she, look, first of all, like we together, because she always trusts me. She had a good job in Brazil. She mm -hmm. like working in, in a good like a company of advertising marketing. Mm -hmm. Like she lived like two blocks by by the beach, and she oh, was nice. like uh, being in a relationship with a guy that was broke. Like when she first met me, yeah. I had like a scooter. Yeah. And make noise that you feel. I turn it on here. You're gonna hear like down the liberal, like on the, the other side of yeah. the liberal village. Yeah. Like, like and she would be with me, you know. Like yeah. When I had nothing, 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 nothing. She always believed in my crazy ideas. I was telling her the things. That's and she nice. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You can make Good it. Supportive you can make it. Yeah. partner. And uh, and then and then I told her like, look, I'm going. I'm gonna be there. I don't know for how long, but if I feel mm -hmm. everything's going to do the way I want it, like I just bring you with me. Okay. It's like all right, and then, <laughs> like eight months after, I came back for like you know end of year things. I'm like, let's do it. And then she came with me, and it was a little back and forth in the beginning because all this like, uh, it took me time to get like my permanent resident status, mm -hmm. and then every time I have to apply for a work permit, and then I have to reapply for her. And though she for a period of time she's still working there, but then she quit her job, and then everything was ready, and then she moved here. You know, mm -hmm. she believed it. That's nice. It was like, yeah. well, now today we have two kids, you know, we have just yeah. our, our, our newborn now. She's like four mm. months old. Just like, oh my God. It's amazing. It's mm. like, it's, it's, it, it, it's, you know, every relationship has ups and downs. Every mm. relationship is hard. But again, like you well, learn how to deal yeah. by believing, you know, by have like a, a different, like, here's a principles, mm -hmm. have like a goals and principles help me to to make my decisions in life and to keep like my priorities you know prioritizing you don't need to hurt yourself in anything but you need to be sincere and learn how to say no mm -hmm. you know like things that you don't like it things that you like it you know like uh, and, and learn how to step out without being worried about what people are gonna think about it yeah all this came from like uh you know god in jiu-jitsu and i believe like uh, god gives jiu-jitsu to people Mm -hmm. as a martial arts that can help like other people will find this in other things and yeah. I truly believe that yeah, these people, people will find that in yoga yeah what I think is like you should like look for what fulfills you what what, what music Mm -hmm. You know, like uh, you can see that, you know. I think it's always good to have a physical component. Oh, yeah. You, like It completes your, you know, your, yeah. you have like a, a overall thing. But like people will find this lifting, you know, like yeah. people that really work hard. You can find the philosophy in there. Because, mm -hmm. And if you see the philosophy, it's always like good stuff. Just mm -hmm. do good things, you know, like, uh, like uh, it's always like a hard work reward, you know. Mm -hmm. And uh, if you see the principles are the same, and it doesn't matter where you go. Mm -hmm. That's why, like, uh, those things, are, they cannot be done by anything in the world other than God. There's, n the, 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 there's a higher power there that creates mm -hmm. this whole system of, 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 of things to happen, like the nature, mm -hmm. the nature, the nature of like how things happen is just so perfect, you know. And we don't know why we are the chosen ones to be in this place here and to have this incredible miracle of thinking. Mm -hmm. Because through our imagination, through our thinking, we can bring things to reality. Yeah, a lot. Yeah, you like know? even yeah, like you were saying, visualizing yourself in a place or 
you yeah, can today bring that to I have reality. crazy visions, you know, and I'm never embarrassed to 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 I never embarrassing myself to to say that, but I, I always try like to 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 believe and to to imagine the the highest possible things. So, what are your visions uh, today? Like, you know, I want like to 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 help like uh, jiu-jitsu in Canada mm-hmm. to you know to reach another level to like in terms of competition and results and athletes mm-hmm. I wanted to contribute as much as possible I have this uh, this project called like next gen BJJ okay which is a tournament a circuit tournament that happens in in, 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 in cities of Canada today uh, we like are going for the third year nice. our next event is going to be Niagara then we going for Nova Scotia this year <laughs> Uh, we go. We went to Winnipeg, Vancouver, mm-hmm. Calgary, Toronto, obviously, and we we want to expand that to the point that we have one tournament in each province. That's my goal. Mm-hmm. And by doing these events, networking with professors and teachers, and you know, integrating them to the international standards, I'm very mm-hmm. fortunate today to be working also like uh, representing uh, this the CGA. I'm vice president of this Canadian Youth Association. Mm-hmm. Which allows me to help to host like international events such as the Abu Dhabi uh, Canada, which called Canada Pro Nationals. Mm-hmm. It's going to be now in February again in Niagara. We this is a big event. Nice. And uh, and also with the International Brazilian Jiu Jitsu Association, we are mm-hmm. hosting an event for them here in September. And that way we can like uh, put more Jiu Jitsu, you know, promote Jiu Jitsu. And uh, help jiu-jitsu to be promoted in a way that I believe is beneficial for people. The competition, it is a way to gather people, to make things happen, to network, mm-hmm. to know each other. And I'm very pumped with that. Of course, we still have the association that we are working very hard to provide uh, every member of our association, uh, you know, the opportunity to train jiu-jitsu in the way they're going to learn jiu-jitsu and they're going to be able to choose their path. Mm-hmm. You know, our association prime for diversity. I don't believe that my way is the best way. I believe we can all work together, but we, we should learn how to stand up in principles to make things happen. Mm-hmm. And that's what I want like to to find out and to, to, to learn with them how to like to make we grow to one day we become one of the top five of, you know associations of jiu-jitsu in the world. Okay. I know it's a long road, it's gonna be very hard, but you know I sign up for it. Back in the day when I was 16 and I had nothing but a, but a bike. Yeah. And, you know, I think uh, I'm very happy. You know, as I told you, it's like dream come true. Mm-hmm. I got God on my side. And for me, it's always a win-win situation. I never lose. You know, mm-hmm. it's like... Because you learn or you succeed. And then what, yeah. what, what, what we do is like at the end of the day, you know, whatever I do good here will stay. Mm-hmm. And then people are gonna take advantage. Maybe my son, maybe my daughter, maybe you, maybe someone else. You mm-hmm. know, gonna be able to benefit from jujitsu. Your son want. is doing jujitsu. Oh right? yeah, yeah, so cool. How old is he now? <laughs> he's four. Okay. Yeah, he doesn't even know what he's doing, but <laughs> I already put it in there. He's like, I think jujitsu is a good thing for kids. You know, I'm suspicious. You know, like mm-hmm. I'm always gonna be biased to talk about jujitsu. Mm-hmm. But I want him to be able to defend himself first of all. If he decided that jujitsu is not his thing, he find like his way in something else. Mm-hmm. I'm fine, but at least he know how to defend himself. We live in a world that you know how to defend yourself. It mm-hmm. is important. You know, it's like the self defense aspect of jujitsu. This is the prime thing of jujitsu. It's like self defense. It's not mm-hmm. about how to compete. But jiu-jitsu give you that ability to defend yourself in a fight and also give you that ability to learn how to avoid a fight because you become more aware. 
you can read body language you know like this is how we teach you the self-defense part of that and it's like okay learn how to read the person talking to you you know when they close a fist when they do they show a little bit of aggressiveness and then you learn how to keep a distance mm-hmm. a safe you know there's a few steps that can make you avoid a fight that can be the end of your life mm-hmm. and then sometimes it's a is a is a is a it's just a gesture can like a trigger a big fight a big riot mm-hmm. and then a lot of people don't know that and you know like we have the masters that they fought in the streets for years and years and years you know just jumping on their their their, their experience to pass along so yeah it, it's it's a great martial arts and of course my son i want to expose him as much as possible of course my daughter too yeah i want to do a special segment with you which will be um on a video not a podcast form yeah. Um, probably in Toronto BJJ to show like some basic self-defense awesome. moves. Let's do this. That like, uh, so we are, awesome. we are, we we ready for that. Yeah. Anytime you guys want, just come in. Mm-hmm. We have a lot of girls in our program too. There's like yeah. more than hundred than one hundred girls. Training. Oh really? I have some of the oh, best. Oh wow, it's uh, growing a lot. Then. We have yeah. one of the best girls. Like uh, even in, in Canada, we have world champions. You've trained a lot of world champions. Yeah. I've been fortunate enough to be in academy, and then you know. We produce world champions there. It's just great. It's very rewarding for me. Yeah. But again, I rather produce good human beings. Mm-hmm. I, I not produce because I'm who I am. You know, yeah. I just like to inspire people. Mm-hmm. I like to every time people go there and their life is it has some impact in their lives. Mm-hmm. And this is my my main mission. It's like I don't I like maybe they become world champions. Maybe they become like a, just the hoodie champion, whatever. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't, I really, I really, I'm really looking to make an impact in their life. Maybe they even gonna hate me after that. Like, <laughs> oh, George, not because I'm not a perfect guy. I, I know mm-hmm. that I'm not a professor for everybody. Mm-hmm. You know, like sometimes, like the way I am, and sometimes I'm delivering a message that people already heard the message. They just say, oh, I can't hear that anymore. Mm-hmm. Because their period is gone. So that's time for them to go and people go, people come in, mm-hmm. but like, I'm pretty sure every time people go there, they have something. Mm-hmm. And that's my goal. It's like there's something good, some positive, something that, why? Because it wasn't George, it was Jiu-Jitsu. And I try to present them Jiu-Jitsu in the purest way. And they can choose what they want. Because they were able to be introduced for themselves in a deep way. Yeah. And that's like, it, this is for me, powerful. Because mm-hmm. then you can, you start to practice emotional control. And I type this in classes every time, talk to my instructors. We need to tell them that. Emotional control is a resource of life. Yeah. You control emotions, my friend. It's like you, everything you that happens, so you much. can't just change the way you think. You're mm-hmm. changing your perspective. It's like, I told you, that. that's why I'm so thankful when I was key that had so much of that rough time because I had to learn how to re- redirect my thoughts. Like, oh, I don't mm-hmm. have the video game. And I haven't had a video game until like I was like maybe 15. Mm-hmm. And it was hard to, to go into my friend's house and sneak to try to play a little bit. Yeah, you know, it's like oh, okay, but but I had to learn how. Like, but it was so good because I learned how to have friends, mm-hmm. and I had to learn how to make more friends and be more, you know, more easygoing and understand that things never go in the way I wanted sometimes. And then, and that makes me like uh, to be more appreciative for what I have, and I'm, I never take things for granted. I'm mm-hmm. also thankful, you know. It helped me so much. So. You know, so that's what Jiu Jitsu is going to provide people for sure. Yeah. Because you there, you're going to get smashed. <laughs> There's no way. Yeah. Yeah. And it's nice that you give your best, you do all you can. And if someone is the best human being they can be, then 
they can accomplish whatever they want and yeah live their best life it's a rule and like if i don't if i don't feel like i'm gonna make it well i'm out you know today when i walk in here to your podcast oh my mm-hmm. god i want to give my very best mm-hmm. like whatever i can provide here the information i'm trying like to mm-hmm. squeeze everything good out of me here now in my voice and the way i talk and the way you know because i want to give my very best i want this mm-hmm. to be the best ever you know episode you had yeah am i gonna be able to make it maybe not probably not but my effort and make mm. me already a better person and make your podcast better and yeah, it's just so good glad things you coming came out here of to this. share. <laughs> yeah, thank but, you. But that's my philosophy of life, mm. you know. It's like and that I want from my mom because, like, I remember when we were like uh, on this period of like, yeah, I'm gonna be a jitsu guy, and then she kind of she saw that there was no way she would not influence me to change it, mm-hmm. and she's like, you know, do whatever you want, but like, please just be good. <laughs> Okay. Just be good. Just give your best. And she'll say, because you have no backup. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, that, and then I had that always like, as my, my rule. Mm-hmm. And now I guess she sees you successful no, in she's Canada. Proud. Yeah. <laughs> she's proud. She's proud. And, uh, you know, mm-hmm. like my brother is also a successful guy. He, he took a different route, like more to, to the books. He's, a, he's an anthropologist. Oh, nice. Yeah, he, he ended up like a, having like a scholarship in one of the best uh, universities in Rio, which nice. is the, the, the Catholic one. Okay. And then today he lives in England. Okay. Yeah, he, he, he was working, I'm like not very updated, but right now yeah. he was working for Google. He, he's pretty, he's cool. pretty smart. Do you and, know what kind of anthropology? Oh, sociology. Okay. Cool. that's really interesting completely different than me yeah with two different kinds like mm-hmm. he's water i'm oil it's like always like that yeah. or vice versa but it's you so know funny how like you can come from the same parents and like crazy raise like very similarly but the personalities and is, totally yeah different. totally different the ways of thinking that's like totally my different. sister my, 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 like a, if it's, it's just like a, we are so different mm-hmm. we are so different but 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 we love each other. And but then, it's good because you learn to, like, love and be look, with someone my, who's my brother totally is different. Homosexual. Oh, okay. You you see like how this is like I'm a fighter. We we You're have everything. You're very macho, I guess. But it was so good for me. <laughs> yeah. Because we 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 know it's like and for me it made, it gave me so much love for other people too. Mm-hmm. It, it, it taught me so much and how to don't be. So don't have like any kind of like a uh, preconcept uh, thought about people. It's mm-hmm. like for me, I learned like about so much with him. It's like mm-hmm. my brother, he has this touch, and like he introduced me to all kind of music because he loves mm-hmm. a lot of me. And every time I go home, there was like, some new album there, and I'm like, oh, let me read this thing. Mm-hmm. Let, me, let me let me listen. He always encouraged me to read. It was like you know, but we we never hang out together because we have mm-hmm. a completely different group. But the, mm-hmm. but we never have like we fight like other brothers, you know, mm-hmm. like people that have brothers, you know how it is. Or siblings. Why this is here? No, no, this is not supposed to be here. Like those mm-hmm. silly things. But like I, I'm always supporting, he'll support me, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, and then we own that a lot of to our mom, you know, mm-hmm. even though all the struggles that she went through, mm-hmm. she could have gave us like a you know uh, you know the best. I mean, but she always gave her best. Yeah. And you do your best in the moment. And sometimes it's hard. And you're sometimes in a specific moment, your best isn't what it could be a different day. No. But 
as long as you do your best, then you just move on and learn. Yeah. There's no use looking back Definitely. and being like, oh, I could have done this. No, it's it's done. Move on. Move you know? on, move on. And that's it. So that's, that's a little mm-hmm. bit of me. So Thank you so much. No, thank you. Thank I you love that you came and shared your story. <laughs> I didn't know a lot of what you told yeah, me so thank you thank you yeah, i appreciate really the opportunity nice. I'm, I'm 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 glad i'm, I'm like a big support of you mm-hmm. i see you hustle i see you doing your thing thank you the music thank you know the you. podcast i admire everybody that pursue for dreams mm-hmm. and things and then i i feel like uh, you represent us you know what oh, i mean thank so you. i love to yeah, i'm proud you know mm-hmm. it's like oh, you and see I- that girl <laughs> like yeah she's a trade there you know what i mean it's i like loved a- my time at toronto bjj like i i stopped because i got in a car accident but i loved my time there but, yeah. but you know that's what matters you mm-hmm. know that's what matters when you went there you had a good experience you mm-hmm. know maybe one day you're back maybe not yeah but you're gonna carry that experience with you that's what matters for me you know and then mm-hmm. we we create this this friendship this relationship and mm-hmm. you know that lasts more than anything and that's what we want there, you know. People go there, have good experience, have something that will add to their life positively, mm-hmm. and share that. You know, it's like it's a chain, a chain mm-hmm. of good stuff. There's Thank so you. much bad stuff in the world, right? That we have but to we be have the to ones to break on it. The good. Yeah, we yeah. have to be the ones to break it. Mm-hmm. It's important to be aware about the bad because then you can't. You learn how to like no, 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 fight against it. So yeah, but by being so positive and helping, it like it just gives. Kill. It, it grows, it's contagious, yeah. and it gives other people permission to do it too, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> thank thank you. you so thank much. Thank you so much. And thank you for listening. This is My Best Life Podcast with George Brito. Oh, where can people find you? Oh. On social media. Uh, J-O-R-G-E-B-R-I-T-O-B-J-J, B as a Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, okay. at you find that uh, Instagram it's all Brito, the same BJJ. Twitter yeah. Instagram Facebook George Brito BJJ you okay. got me there nice I kind of you know put a lot of fun stuff there yeah you know, not he... too fun I'm always like trying, trying to put some like things that work for me yeah and he's from Toronto BJJ Toronto BJJ so yeah. thank you very much everybody Kings Kimonos yeah Josh Report Toronto BJJ all my students I love you guys all I see you guys tonight train hard okay that's it. Uh, we like to say there, the, the 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 harder we train, the luckier we get. It's Oops. funny. I'm superstitious. Yeah. <laughs> Thank Bye. you. Bye. Thank you. All right. Yay. That was fun. Yeah. That's that so was nice. fun. <laughs>